0: Good morning, ladies and gents. This is your girl Nadia, aka the prophet in process. And of course, it could be afternoon or evening, uh, whatever the case. I hope that you are enjoying your day as, or night as much as I am at this time. And I'd like to thank you for tuning in for today's word, or rather I want to say this moment's word because God is so faithful in providing to me the information to provide to you. Um, I do want to start off with, of course, a disclaimer stating that you But you eat the meat and spit out the bones or test the spirit by the spirit. If this is not for you, keep it pushing. If it is for you or if it's for someone that you think would benefit from it, pass it along. Okay, let's just jump right in. Okay, first of all, I had a plan to do something completely different today. However, God whispered to me, elevate. Now, of course, when you hear the word elevate, you think, oh, yes, this is my season. This is my time. And yes, this is exactly what God wanted me to convey to you. However, what he specified is elevate meaning, yes, this is a verb. This is something that is in your control. I um, was doing some work. I'll just say this. I was doing some work, and I decided, let me go on to the first floor and use the restroom. The stinks are usually automatic. Well, I had lathered my hands up with soap after I had finished using the facilities, and lo and behold, the faucet would not turn on. I'm sitting here putting my hands all looking just real, Looking a fool. That's all it is to it. And I was like, you know what? Okay. And in those moments God said you can't wash your hands here. Now, of course, in the past and, of course, a lot of my talks have been um, or will be about narcissism in the workplace and what I've experienced as well as what I've observed others experiencing. And there's those tidbits and, of wisdom that we could gather from that so that we won't make the same mistakes. And in this situation, God showed me that there are a lot of people out there who have dumbed themselves down, um, who have been bound by codependency, and they feel like they belong in a box. If you know me by now, if you don't know me by now, honey, I live outside the box and I'm freer because of it. So what I want to invite you to do, apply for the job you don't qualify for. God is shifting things and it's not a matter of you not qualifying for it. Your mindset may not have elevated as it should that you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. You're the one that has all of the ideas, but you're also the one that in the past have been mousy, have not wanted to raise your hand, have not wanted to because you feared what others would say. This is a time to not fear what others say. There's only one person that you have control over in any situation, and that is you. You are free will. God has given you that. So this is my um, admonition to you you as well as guys use what you've got and it's not a matter of saying use it before you lose it because really if you think about it what you've experienced in these narcissistic or toxic relationships at work is that you have not been utilizing your gifts to the best of your ability all along so you've kind of been dying on the inside so right now it's time to get your butt up it's time to get up I just want to make sure that I got this out before I forgot about it what I do want to remind you of or rather this 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 word reminded me of the account where David played the game uh, on the on the opposite side, uh, with the Philistine. And if you recall, David is very famous because he slew. Goliath. Goliath was the Philippine, the Philippines, wow, the Philistines, he was the Philistines champion, okay, so considering that he took down a champion, not because he was so strong, but because his faith was strong in the God that he serves, and you say that you're a Christian, you say that you're a follower of Christ, or, or you say that you believe and that you have faith, yet when you're confronted with an opportunity, you decide. And not take that opportunity because you fear what others will say. This is a time, whether you're prophetic, just the bottom line, if you're a child of God, you can do anything through Christ who gives you strength. Take it day by day, but you must apply so that you can elevate. Um, God gives us the ability to create wealth. Deuteronomy 8 and 18 specifies that he gives us the ability to create wealth. It doesn't say that God gives you wealth. Okay, like a lot of people lie in the pulpit. It does not say that, okay? Look it up. It says God gives you the ability, meaning that you have, if you're able-bodied, if you can think, if you can speak, and then there's some that can't speak and can't hear, but they can do some incredible things because God has gifted them in the manner to do so. And they are wealthy. And I don't mean just financial wealth because wealth is all encompassing. You can have millions of dollars and be bankrupt on the inside. Okay, Use what God has given you to get yourself out of your situation, to get yourself. when I say get yourself out of the situation. I'm not talking about just physically pulling yourself away from um, those toxic environments. What I'm saying is you need to get yourself together to where you are running these toxic environments so that when you're running these toxic environments, because you recall what you've gone, that you are unwilling to do that same thing, that you create an environment that is all inclusive. You create an environment where people like yourself don't have to go through what you went through just to get peace that people that work for you actually enjoy coming to work and don't feel like it is a death sentence, okay? You don't want your employees sitting out in the parking lot wondering if they're going to go in or not. That is what I've done with several of the positions that I've had on several different occasions for different reasons. It wasn't even, um, I mean, poison is poison, is poison, okay? It doesn't matter if it is a a little bit of poison, like if it's a rattlesnake or a spider bite, it's going to hurt, and it could kill you. You've got to think, okay, this is a toxic environment. Let me take this toxicity. Let me let me do some things. Just like in the natural right now, we have COVID vaccine. How do you think they made that vaccine? They use the actual disease to make a cure. So that's what I'm admonishing you at this point. You need to use what you've got. Use all that pain for the good not only of yourself but for others okay now i mentioned about how david used um he sided with the philistines later now of course there were some on that team and i I hate that i don't have the exact scripture right now or and i can't even remember the king's name or whatever but david played that role david played that role accordingly and he was wise in doing so it wasn't that he was a sellout it wasn't that he was a um quote-unquote Um, flying monkey. Okay. But what he was, was he realized that he was a child of God. And no matter what it was that God was instructing him to do at that time, even though it seemed um, counterproductive, he understood that this is what I need to do right now to survive. Okay. This is what I need to do to make sure that I'm healthy in this situation. For instance, for me, former environment that 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 was toxic to me i realized um at one point i had to use earplugs okay i was in a customer service environment where we were on the phones and things of that nature and i have a high level of of integrity just for the work that i do and it's not you know tooting my own horn and it may have something to do with my mom having borderline personality disorder and me uh just getting that perfectionist bug but whatever the case is i knew that i needed to focus oh I realized that if everybody around me could give a damn about what they're doing, if it's distracting to me, then I'm not serving um, the constituent to the best of my ability. So what I started doing is popping in earplugs so that I would not be distracted. So then my work is not impeded. OK, so this is what I'm I'm, I'm informing you or or um, I use that word admonish again. And again, it is it is a warning because um, we talk about how God has this is our season and all is God gives us seasons. As long as you got breath in your body, you got seasons, you got opportunities. But what are you doing with the opportunity that's presenting itself in front of you? Are you taking that offer and running with it? You know, you have all of these dreams, whoever I'm speaking to, and I may just be speaking to a handful of people, whatever the case, even if it's just one person. I said that a long time ago. God, if you can just have me to influence one person to do something that I didn't do, or once I learned, of course, as as I speak right now, to do what I am doing, to walk in the authority that you have given me. Oh, I invite you to be a spy because what I realized, um, like I said before, I, this, this environment was so toxic to me that I didn't realize I was having panic attacks. I didn't know what the heck was going on with me. I'm like, why can't I breathe? Why can't I do this? And I'm like, okay, I'm a pretty intelligent individual. What's really going on? But God showed me that you had to go through that process so you would understand what other people that, that need your help. Are going through because I'll be honest. Before I used to judge. Before I'm like, how are you gonna take a stress leave? That don't even make any sense. Just do your job. That's basically where I came from. But then I got to this place where I realized I was working for Satan. So in <laughs> in doing so, it took a toll on me because I realized that no matter how well I did my job, I was going to still be penalized for doing my job well. So, what I had to do was take a break and that break was the best thing that I could do for myself. It was a situation where God had to isolate me to insulate me he had to allow me to have my little pity party for more than a day more than two days more than two months he had to let me cry that thing out deal with it not get paid and realize how well he still took care of me in not getting paid from this particular job the thing is the reason why that so many people right now are dissatisfied with their employment and are stuck is because they have this mentality of I owe, I owe, so off to work, I go, you know what, but what quality of life are you experiencing? Do you? Are you even living? Or are you existing? Some people are literally drones. And then they take those work surveys and lie. Because deep down, they realize that No one's really going to listen to this. See, that's where you come in. For those things that piss you off. If you're sensitive like I am, I know it may seem that my assertion is is really hard-nosed, but I'm a suss of the mug. I love me some people when they're going through. I say this. Let me see. I love me some people all the time, okay? I just don't like most of y'all. I'm just being honest with you, you know, because I don't know you. You know, I used to say I love everybody and I like everybody. That ain't the case. There's a lot more of y'all that I don't like. But, you know, we can work on all of that. We all are a work in process. Okay. So I just want to encourage you all to make sure that you elevate yourself. And I don't mean in a prideful position, but not to not like us like in the Bible says, it says not to think more highly of yourself than you ought. A lot of people in the pulpit misconstrued that to mean you need to equate humility with poverty. And I don't mean just the money. Okay? When I say poverty, that is poor. That is you're not um you're not adequate or, or rather you're not living up to the level of grace that God has provided through Christ's death and resurrection. Don't make his sacrifice any less your miracle because you choose to stay in the box. Someone else made for you. Okay. And I know I'm all passionate and stuff and I'm just surprising myself by this because this is, like I said before, I'm not scripted, but I said, God, Give me what you want. And he gives me words all the time, but I'll just be holding him. But I'm not going to do that anymore because I realize that this is, you know, life and death is in the power of the tongue or the power of the tongue. You know what I mean? Look it up. Anyway, what I say can cause life or it can cause death. I'm choosing to impart into you life. Okay, and and as I do this for you, I'm also doing it for myself because you're the first person that hears anything that comes out of your mouth. Understand that. What I I do want you to also um, be aware of, he did bring my attention also to um, a scripture when I was trying my best to look up the information about David. God help me to find it again. When I was trying to find the information about, um about David, he brought me, wow, I think I lost it. Okay, well, I'll, 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 uh, link it. Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, he actually brought me to 1 Kings, and I'd underlined it, 1 Kings 13, and I'm just gonna say the B portion, portion. Wow, interesting. Keeping it moving though. The B portion of, uh, 1 Kings, chapter 13 and 17, okay? It says, you must not eat food or drink water there or go back the way you came. Now, if you look at the context of this particular passage, just for those of you who may not be familiar with what happened here, um, this is talking about the old prophet and the man of God, okay? Essentially, the man of God came to uh uh, claim a word for the king, um, at the time, and he did what he was supposed to do. Uh, he went to the, the king and actually proclaimed the word, even though it was kind of some bad news for this king. He, he gave him what he was supposed to do, but what he did not do was exactly what I just read. And he ended up dying for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, God had seemed to have a whole lot less mercy in the Old Testament, it seems. But the reason why is because even though he knew what God told him, he wasn't confident enough in himself to realize that God told him what to do. God gave him the abilities to do what he needed to do. uh, So he didn't need to get a yes and amen from somebody else. But lo and behold, because we are not uh we are I'll say unbelievers, we, we tend to not believe what God has said about us and we need somebody to cosign. God didn't say he wanted you to cosign. He said do not go back the way you came. Now in this context, of course, where it says the old prophet and the man of God, keep in mind what it means when it says old. Old means just exactly what it says. It's 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 You've been here a minute, but what God showed me a while back about this passage is that by old, it means that this person's gifts are not being used the way God intended. And this is going to step on a whole lot of religious toes because there's a lot of people in the pulpit right now, and y'all are... mm, in judgment, as I speak, or approaching judgment, if you don't get your act together, because God has warned you over and over again, you got the gift, but now you're leading His sheep astray, and He ain't He ain't going. He not going no more. So I'm gonna leave that there for now. But what I'm saying is, when you talk about the old prophet, this means that God has allowed a, a, a lying spirit to be put in the mouths of these old prophets. The word that I couldn't pronounce on a video I don't um, that I did before I don't know if I actually I may have I don't think I erased it but rebro I can't I can't believe I can't get it out rebro I'm gonna need to mm, 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 rebro wow I can't say it it just won't come out I think it's an X but anyway. He don't lead you to the wrong mindset because that's what you choose to do because he loves you so much. Even if you're going the wrong way, he loves you so much. He still gives you free will. Okay. I cannot believe that. That's going to mess with me. I have said that word recently and I still can't get it out right now, but that's okay. We're going to move on. We're going to move on. I'm learning to forgive myself more each day. Okay. And I'd invite you to do the same. It's so freeing. Anyway, let me go back to this, this particular package because package. <laughs> This passage, I guess we do need to unpack this thing a little bit more. Um, but what I'm saying is, this is a time for elevation. But you're not this is not an escalator, okay? You got to walk up the steps. That means you got to do something for yourself, okay? You've got to take care of yourself before you can take care of anyone else. We all have heard it a million times about uh secure your mask first. on the airlines before you can help somebody else. Because if you lightheaded, how in the world are you going to provide any type of support for anyone else? You can't, okay? So this means that this is a season, a very short season. Let me say this. This is a very short season because you've been dilly-dallying just like I had, just like I had, okay? Dilly-dallying for the longest time. And God has been so gracious and merciful. But right now is the time. You don't really have time to dilly dally anymore. You've got to apply for the job. Get your resume together. And I'm going to be honest with you. When I was, uh, redoing my resume, I was more frustrated with these resume services than I could have been just to type it up old school and do it myself. Because some of these services that have been taught to, you know, just, just so many, um, people just I'm just going to say I've had difficulty with livecareer.com. That's bottom line. You can't edit that in the way that it should be. And it's really irritating. I know I say I am not going to put that stuff out there. But you know what? Just do it with yourself. Don't allow yourself to have that headache. If you have a lengthy um, career background, mm-mm. don't do that to yourself. Okay. But if you, you know, it's kind of short and sweet anyway, you're good. But I'm just saying. Anyway, let me get off that soapbox. But I want you to understand this is a time for elevation. Um, God has given you gifts that you need to um, unwrap and use Um, because you are not only preventing others from benefiting from your gifts. You are you're not benefiting from your gifts. God wants to give you, you know, everything that he has to offer but it's like um you know the all the you can't um a closed mouth don't get fed that type of thing you have to realize that this is an opportunity that's going to avail itself to you 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 know there's a time to sit still or to be still and honey or male i'm sorry that don't even sound right whatever the case Lovely or gent, whatever the case is, if you are, you know, sitting there waiting for this to drop into your lap, you are never going to get to where you dream to be. That's just the bottom line. It's like God has given you the ingredients, but he's also put you there so you can cook. He's giving you the ingredients. He bought your groceries. He got you all your utensils. You even got a stove, but you got to put in some work to put that meal together. So that's what I want you to understand right now. If you want to elevate financially, get out of debt. If you want to get out of debt to other people, because the Bible reminds us that you should owe no man anything but to love them. So stop taking these guilt trips. Refuse to pack your bags. Okay. You don't have to go there. I know it's easier said than done. We're going to unpack all of this stuff in my, my, you know, I'm getting some stuff together and I'm going to provide that to you so we can go step by step. However, I wouldn't be able to provide any of this information to you had I not had to go through it myself. Because let's face it, you can't tell me nothing if you ain't walked in my shoes. Period so i'm i'm grateful now look i did not like the hell that i had gone through for over a year but i'm just saying i'm grateful now because i can look at that thing from a different perspective i can see oh okay god i see what you're doing like my marriage to my my ex-husband my last ex-husband uh number two okay because he was a narcissist or he is a narcissist now at this point you know I was pretty proud of myself the other day because it, it at one point it had been um always I was always worrying about oh, he's trying to keep in touch with my daughter just to get back at me da 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 what do I say? what do I do and sure enough, my daughter's on the phone with him um the other day, and though he's not her biological father. It's amazing. It is amazing. So you know, I feel for you if you have got a biological situation going on with a narcissist. But we're gonna work on that too. We're gonna work through all of it because you know, people are people and spirits are spirits, and sometimes real. So you gotta be able to gird up yourself and to protect yourself so that you don't succumb to the wiles of the enemy. I mean, you, you, you. I'm serious now about the wiles of the enemy. You know, I'm. You know, with my ex-husband, the second ex-husband. His situation was like, oh, you know, my daughter, she's just got a big heart, you know, and unfortunately, she's wrestling with codependency. She's in denial, but we're going to talk about that later. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to identify it if I hadn't been there, done that. But let's move forward. In this situation, basically, they'll say, hey, so-and-so says, hey. I just said, okay. And for a moment, I almost felt guilty for just saying, okay. And then I said, thank you, God. Then all I said was okay, because it wasn't necessary for me to say anything else. I told my son this morning, basically, in my mind, this particular individual's um, purpose in my life has expired. So I don't have any small children at this point. Now I understand, like I said, it is a delicate process if you have small children and you have to co-parent in that regard with a narcissistic individual. I get it. Okay, and we're gonna, we're gonna unpack that later and discuss that and I'm gonna give you the tips that you need to address those matters. But just generally speaking, from my own experience right now, my daughter, 18 years old, My son is 22 going on 23. Okay. We good. We ain't, you know, (laughs) there is no reason whatsoever for you to contact me at all. Both of my children are able-bodied. They can speak. They have their own phones. You don't have any reason to contact me for anything. Nothing. And that's not saying that I'm holding hard feelings. It's just that I realize that toxic is as toxic does. You have to learn at some point to just trust what God is telling you that this person has chosen this route. So I'm going to trust this person to be exactly who they are. I think it was Maya Angelou that said, you know, when people show you who they are, believe them. <laughs> it's so easy for us to believe the mask um, versus the reality in our face. I mean, God gives you the the spirit of discernment for a reason. It's not just that little inkling in your stomach that says something right. Just because something right. Listen, okay? But, um... I know I've been all over the place, and it has been absolutely a pleasure discussing these matters with you so far. Um, I do want to just encourage you to to step back to to seek the Lord to make sure that this word is for you, because like I said, it's not for everyone, and I don't want you to beat yourself up if you're not able or or not in that place where you're you're confident enough. To pursue what it is that, um, you believe that you can do or you want to do, okay? That is a process as well because I realized that yes, I did dumb myself down for quite some time. And part of that is because I believed that, uh, and this is probably just, you know, being in this, around this, this narcissistic culture. I didn't want to toot my own horn. I didn't, you know, want to seem arrogant or in the negative connotation about arrogance. My son and I have had a long discussion about that word in itself. Um, But there has to be a balance of self-love. And you do yourself a disservice when you're not loving yourself in a balanced way, meaning that goes both ways. It doesn't mean that that. You're supposed to humble yourself so much that you're on the ground, that you don't, you don't have any confidence in any of your abilities. If you can sing well, sing well. If you can, can write well, write well. If you can speak well, do that well. You have to understand God has given you gifts to share those gifts is not for you to hoard and i'm reminded of you know the the servants with the talents and that that first one he basically said um i knew that you were a hard man when when the the uh, leader came back and said what did you do with what i gave you i knew that you were a hard man so i buried it don't be that one to bury it because then your gift in that regard is taken away and given to the one who was faithful. And, you know, I do want to clarify because I think I might have have alluded to, you know, not, not a matter of if you don't use your gift, you'll lose it. But I want you to understand it's a little deeper than that. It's not that God is going to take your gift because the gifts of God are without repentance, meaning he's not going to turn it back on you because you decide not to use it. He gives you free will. He gives you the opportunity to use it, but what's happening is mentally, physically, emotionally, and even spiritually because you are not using the gifts that God gave you in the manner that it should be used, you're basically um you're creating a void in yourself. It's almost like a churning, and you begin to ruminate on the what-ifs. It's torture, okay? Uh, and when I think about torture, the Bible also reminds, uh, I'm reminded of the, the verse that says, perfect love casts out fear because fear is torment, or, or fear has to do with punishment in some versions. That's not God's type of love. That's not the type of self-love that God wants his children to uh share to to receive. Okay? So you have to understand that God put you here for a reason. Or rather, he put your purpose here. And then he put you here. Okay? Now that You know, with seeking him and just life in general, because God has a way of showing up in so many different arenas. And it's not necessarily inside the four walls of somebody's church. Because what religious sex will not have you um, acknowledge is that the church is the temple. That's you. You are the church. Okay. Christ died and re- and was resurrected for you, not for a building, not for a building fund, not none of that. Okay, so understand that. Like I said, eat the meat, spit out the bones. I love you all again. Not sure if I like you yet, but I love you. Okay, honestly, it's just so refreshing. Anyway, um, I do want to encourage you to pass this thing along to some people that really would benefit from it. Um, and also, um like share comment i'm still trying to get used to that thing you know what y'all do do what you do i love y'all i'll talk to you later Bye.